Hello and welcome to the Empowerment Project podcast. I'm your host, Katrina Sabrin, a qualified mindset coach and multiple business owner. Each week, I'm going to talk to you about all things mindset, manifestation, personal development, and coach and empower you to break free of your limitation and blocks to create a life you truly love. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to episode four of The Empowerment Project. I'm Katrina Sabrin, your host, and I'm so, so glad that you're here with me today. So today's episode is all about your comfort zone and why your comfort zone is basically like a bad ex. But before I get into today's episode, I have to share with you what happened this weekend. Honestly, I really feel like this is the perfect perfect example of karma and why karma was 100% in our favour this weekend. So we had basically gone to a place called Knoll Park. And for those of you who don't know what Knoll Park is, it's a beautiful um, national country park out in Seven Oaks. And it actually has like wild deer wandering around. It's so, so lovely. It's absolutely huge. So we'd gone there um, to family day. Sunday is basically our family day. Um, It's the day when Olivia is not with her dad. And obviously she's at home with us. And my husband obviously isn't working. I'm not working and we literally dedicate that day to make sure that we always do something nice together as a family so we've gone to Knoll Park when we arrived we basically tend to park down this road um, and the road is on the same road as a school now when we drove in we could hear all like this loud commotion and stuff and it was quite apparent that something was on like an event was taking place and I think it might have been something to do with like cycling there was all these kids with like little medals and on their bikes and stuff so the road where we normally would park was quite busy so I saw a space over at this and it's not really hard to describe but basically kind of goes up and there was a space there we went to go and park up there and there was a man outside he was like no this is residence parking only you can't park here and I was thinking well there's no signs there's no no nothing that says you know permit holders only and um my husband was like, right, do you know what? I'm, I'm not going to argue with this guy. Let's just move the car. I thought, right, okay, I'm going to stand with Theo. I'll wait here. You go and move the car and, um, yeah, we'll meet you back at this point. So instead of arguing our case, like, basically, this little sign that there was there definitely wasn't enforceable. But we thought, right, I'm not going to argue. Just go and move the car, like, you know, for the sake of flipping, keeping the peace and all of that. And moved the car, met up, went to go to Knoll Park, had a beautiful walk around. Honestly, it's just such a lovely, lovely place. Like definitely need to go and visit it if you haven't been. So we were out for probably about two to three hours walking around this park. Walking back to the car, so obviously, instead of being on the main road, we'd um, my husband had parked the car um, off this little side road. And as we were walking to the car, he goes and goes around to the boot to put the rack in and the bags. I noticed at the corner of my eye, his wallet. And I was like, oh, my God. That wallet sat on top of the car. Like, has this been there all this time? And my husband looks at me. He's like, oh, my God. I don't even remember putting it there. So his wallet had been there because obviously we didn't when we sorry I digress here we'd basically gone to get some coffee and my husband was like I haven't got my wallet like and I thought I haven't got my purse but I could just tap using um galaxy galaxy pay and so he definitely hadn't got his wallet on him so he had been on the roof of the car that whole entire time and why I say about karma is because basically if we and I'm pretty sure he'd had the wallet on the car that whole entire time from where it was previously parked. If we hadn't moved it, 
there were so many people passing and obviously people coming out of where they live. Someone would have definitely seen that. And I think I need to add that there was a lot of money in the wallet. Like we're talking £300. My husband opened the wallet. All £300 was still there. Honestly, like we were so, so grateful and he was so, so lucky. But I think that was his kind of good karma for wanting to keep the peace and not getting not get into an argument with the resident and just move the car for the sake of like keeping the peace. So, yeah, that blew my mind. Honestly, the fact that that money was still there. The thing is, my husband never, ever carries money around on him. Like, to be honest, I don't either. I think a lot of people don't really carry a lot of cash on them these days. But, um, yeah, just so, so grateful. Anyway, let's dive into today's episode on your comfort zone and why it's like a bad ex okay I'm going to be talking about why you need to get out of it why it's necessary absolutely necessary in order to grow and to be successful and why it feels so scary and my tips on how I regularly push myself outside my comfort zone okay so like I said your ex is like a bad your comfort zone is like a bad ex so you know, we've all had that one ex that we kept running back to, even though we knew they were terrible for us, even though they used to upset us, even though they made us feel like rubbish, but it's what we knew. So it felt comfortable to keep, to keep going back to them. However, although it feels so familiar, we know deep down it's not going to make us happy. Like, how can we ever find true happiness and love if we keep running back to something that's making us miserable, unhappy? unfulfilled and basically a little bit sad like it's not going to happen okay sometimes we need to just take a pair of scissors and cut ties with the comfort zone for good so I hate to break this to you but you're never going to be able to grow and you're never going to be able to um, experience real change if you do not get out of your comfort zone, okay? So growth and comfort, they cannot coexist together. So you need to be getting out of your comfort zone. So I'm going to let you into a secret, okay? So every time I've attempted to get outside my comfort zone and do something that's new, something that's different, something that's challenging, I've been so scared. Like I've been absolutely terrified. So I feel like the two things that kind of keep me in my comfort zone are obviously fear and feeling overwhelmed. Like starting this podcast, for example, I was scared. I had, I mean, I actually done a reel about this, about the things, the thoughts that I kind of had, all these limiting beliefs that coming up for me where I was telling myself that I wouldn't be good enough. Like who's going to want to listen to me? Like also feeling overwhelmed. I'm not a technical person. So the fear of doing something that is going to challenge me technically can sometimes stop me in my tracks from doing things. However, I know that in order to do something and to grow, and this was something I really, really wanted to do. It's been on my vision board for ages. I need to get out of that comfort zone and do it anyway. So even like starting my network marketing business, I was terrified. Being present on social on media, I was terrified. Um, running training sessions for my team for the first time, absolutely terrified. Starting my coaching business, so, so scared, okay? But obviously, like I said, in order to push myself to a new level of that growth, it's going to require me to do something different, which is going to challenge me. Okay. And that's something, things that challenge you are naturally going to feel uncomfortable. Okay. But it's unavoidable. We cannot just jump over that discomfort and reach the other side. We have to go through it in order to reap those rewards. 
we have to do the work. We have to we have to go through it. Okay, we can't just jump over it. So I know it feels scary, but let me tell you something. Okay, when you can get through, work your way through that comfort zone, amazing things will start to happen for you. I promise. Okay, so let's look at some examples. Okay, these are uh, some examples. So you've been in a job for years okay you've been in job for years like you've been doing quite you've been doing well but you know you're you know you know your colleagues really well um the pay's all right could be better though you know your job role inside and out you're quite competent in it but you are miserable like you don't find it challenging you don't find it fulfilling you're bored stiff and actually you spend most of your days clock watching so you've got two choices here you could either suck it up just crack on for the next 10, 20, 30 years, being miserable, but, you know, doing your job. However, you could also get out of your comfort zone and decide to go and get another job. So obviously this is going to mean putting yourself out there. This is going to mean applying for interviews. This is going to mean like, you know, starting um, a job role with a brand new company, being that newbie, not knowing like your job role inside and out and having to kind of like really relearn those ropes all over again. But once you've traveled through your comfort zone, the new destination could mean that you're in a job that literally lights you up inside. You're in a new job that really challenges you. You're in a new job that you really, really enjoy. And bonus is flipping, giving you extra pay as well. So it's really necessary to get out your comfort zone in order to find that level of happiness. So let's look at another scenario. Okay, so imagine you are commuting to a job and I actually had this. So one of my remember I told you about my um, my stint in recruitment. Or actually, it was a it wasn't a stint. It was a, it was a long time in recruitment. And um, I used to, my first job was in Canary Wharf, and then we moved to South Woodford. So that was over in Essex, and that was basically over the other side of the water, which was quite straightforward if you drove. However, at the time I didn't drive, or I just recently might have just recently passed my test actually. It's quite a long time ago. But it meant that I had to literally travel, get on one train, change, get another train, change, get another train. And I think the round trip was basically about three hours. I kept always told myself, God, I can get to flipping Spain Spain and back in that time. So anyway, you're sick and tired of using public transport. But, you know, you know that having a car means to commit in to getting outside your comfort zone. So it can mean it can mean like, you know, um, I'm going to have to sacrifice things because I need to pay for driving lessons. Um, I need to be able to save for a car. I need to go and hunt for a driving inst instructor. Um, I know that getting in the car for those first few times is going to feel quite scary and unnatural, but you have to stick with it. And you study for your theory test. So you, again, you've got to sacrifice your time in order to study. And you keep practicing and committing every single week to learning this new skill. And then you feel ready for the test itself. So the test day comes around and you wake up feeling like this was me 100%. Wake up feeling sick with nerves. It's a huge thing. But you pass your test and the payoff for getting outside your comfort zone means that you are now a legal driver on the road. And you with that comes this complete sense of freedom, like the ability to just jump in your car, drive wherever it is that you want and the convenience of being a driver. And it, honestly, that convenience really took, like for me personally, took my life to another level. Like being able to jump in my car, like when it's cold or when it's wet, not having to wait in the freezing cold for a bus or the train had been cancelled. So for me, the payoff was 
becoming a driver and sacrificing those things initially and getting outside my comfort zone was amazing. I'm going to let you into a little secret. So it actually took me five times to pass my driving test, like five flipping times. Like I passed the theory test the first time, but when it comes to the actual driving test itself, I was just a flipping bag of nerves. I really was. And I was so close to like giving up. And I remember that my, you basically have, um, here in the UK, you have an allocated amount of time to pass your test before your theory test kind of certificate runs out. And I didn't have that long left on mine. I think I had like a couple of weeks. And I, I, I remember my sister being like, right, I'm, I found this date, go and book this. Like she booked it for me. When I'd done it on that last time, I passed. Like I nearly cried. I was just, the longest short of it is I'm just glad that I didn't give up and I stuck with it. So if you don't push yourself outside your comfort zone, you're not going to get to experience the incredible things that are waiting on the other side for you, okay? Well, I get it. Fear can hold us back, and it does. Like, it's the number one thing. But why does it happen? The first thing I want to say, that if fear is holding you back, please do not beat yourself up about it, okay? There's actually a reason why this happens. So our subconscious mind, it has one main job, Okay to keep us alive. It's not there to make us happy, it's there to keep us alive. So it's completely natural that when you wanna do something new, you feel that fear. So when you think about it, our brains are over 40,000 like years old and unfortunately, they haven't really evolved from those um, old primitive times where danger was all around us. So you, if you picture back to the stone age, right, okay, you could step out of your cave be eaten by a flipping saber-toothed tiger like you had to hunt for your food um you had to build fires so you didn't freeze to death okay so you needed to be really ready and primed to have those survival instincts like unfortunately we no longer live in those times but the brain hasn't really caught up with the modern day society in which we live where we don't have those those dangers there like constantly for us all right we don't need to be in that constant flight or fight mode so instead it looks for anything that is outside of our norm and outside of our comfort zone as being a threat so and you've probably felt this. In fact, I'm pretty sure you have felt this. When we attempt to do something new, it's like our brain goes on this high alert and starts flashing like warning, warning, new territory alert, new territory alert. Like she or he is going to attempt to do something new. Like I don't know what this is. Like it's new, danger, danger, danger. And that results in us being overcome with fear and anxiety. Okay. So, and it's at this stage that you might begin to start to come up with excuses as to why you shouldn't do the thing that is going to push you outside your comfort zone because you're scared. Okay. It's natural. So, for me, um, basically, I'm going to go into uh, my mental health and my anxiety and my OCD um, and how that really affected me on the next episode. So, really tune into that. Like, some of the things that I say might seem quite extreme. However, I'm hoping that I can give you hope that you can overcome them. So one of the fears that developed for me was um, getting on the train. So every time I got on the train, I would start having panic attacks. So like I said, when I tried to get on the train, because I was so scared of having a panic attack, I began catastrophizing. So I become, I started thinking of all these different like excuses as to why I shouldn't get on the train. And um, 
that really kind of like stopped me. I kept telling myself, oh, you're going to hyperventilate, you're going to collapse. Like, obviously, none of that was going to happen. But that was the things that my brain started coming up with in order to stop me from doing the thing. So your limiting beliefs really start will start to creep to the surface at this point. And you might be so tempted to retreat back into your safe space, i.e. your comfort zone. So I'm here to be that friend that literally at this point is going to snatch that phone out of your hand. Imagine you're about to go and call your flipping ex. Snatch that phone out of your hand and be like, do not do this. We are moving on to bigger and better things, okay? So I'm going to hold my hands up. Like I still get nervous to this day. Like I'll stumble over my words. I'll mess up. I am far from perfect. However, I will still do, I will do, I've got to the point where I will do the things that push myself outside the comfort zone, okay, I'm not going to let fear hold me back anymore, Um, like doing this podcast, for example, like I said, I'm not, I was scared, and I was overwhelmed with certain things, however, I know the benefits that it's going to give me from doing so, so I've really got to that point where I've worked on my mindset, and where that's been a continuous journey for me, although I still feel that fear, I don't let it hold me back, so these are things that I do when I need to push myself out my, outside my comfort zone, but I do feel that fear and I am scared and I do get nervous, okay? So the first thing is I will start an internal dialogue with myself, <laughs> okay? Um, and I will start saying to my things like, what is there really to be afraid of, okay? Are my fears justified? Are my fears real? What are the pros of me doing the thing? What are the cons of me not doing the thing, okay? Are my beliefs real or are they imagined? Okay, so really start to have that internal dialogue with yourself, okay? And really start to rationalize your fears. Number two, and now I absolutely love this technique. I'm pretty certain I used this before I even knew it was a thing, but it, it works. So it's Mel Robbins, the amazing Mel Robbins, and she formulated this technique called the 54321 method. So basically, the premise of how this works is you count down 54321 and then you do the thing. So the reason we count down 54321 and just do it is if we quickly do it, we prevent our brain from having enough time to come up with a load of flipping BS excuses and limiting beliefs that are going to hold us back because we've literally gone and done it anyway. Okay. So I find this is a really good technique. And I use this so many times when I was so scared to go live in the early days when I needed to go and do something or announce something, but I was scared. I'd be like, right, five, four, three, two, one, just do it. Or like when I need to wake up, I mean, now I just wake up in the morning, like I don't have any thing holding me back. I love to start my day. I love to get on my life. But before I used to be like, oh, I don't want to get up in the morning. It's five, four, three, two, one, like just get out of bed or five, three, five, four, three, two, one, just go and do a workout or five, three, five, four, three, two, one. Um, I don't know. Just do the thing, do the thing that you're scared of. Okay. It's such an amazing technique. Like definitely, definitely try it. Um, tip number three, turn fear into excitement. So I don't know if you know this, but basically fear and excitement, they feel the same and they actually share the same physiological reaction. So the adrenaline um, that your body produces that runs through your body is the same when you're excited as to when you are scared of something. Okay, your mind and your body does not know the difference. So instead of telling yourself, like telling myself, I'm really, really scared to do this, I will tell myself, oh my God, I'm so excited to do this thing. So I'll give you an example. Um, when I first started out in my network marketing business, I, I was asked to do some um, mindset training. 
And it was for a group that had like 40,000 people in. So as you can imagine, I was absolutely bricking it. I was so scared. Oh, my God. I was so, so nervous. I could feel like that fear in the pit of my stomach just churning. But instead, I switched it around and I was like, no, you are so I'm so, so excited about this. This training is going to be absolutely amazing. I'm going to feel absolutely elated when I get off this training. And you know what I went on to deliver, which I thought was a really good training session and had some amazing feedback um, after it finished. So choose excitement over fear every single time. Okay, it's such a game changer. And what I want you to remember is, like, although your comfort zone feels like a nice space, it really isn't going to help you. It isn't going to make you happy. Like, staying in your comfort zone is not going to make you happy in the long term, okay? So you cannot wish for a different life, but but not be willing to get outside your comfort zone, okay? We have to do it. And by not doing the thing, like, all that's going to do is keep you stale, stagnant, and stuck, And we need that growth. We need that evolution and change in order to grow and be happy, okay? We're human beings. We're supposed to grow. We're supposed to change. We're supposed to evolve. Our happiness actually relies on that. Like, we cannot be stuck just doing the same thing day in, day out, not changing, not experiencing that growth and be happy. Because eventually, you're going to look back. Ten years have passed. You're going to look back. And you're going to regret the action that you didn't take. Like so many people, like you might try out something and it might not be for you, but you're not going to regret having attempted to do it. What you will regret is looking, like I said, 10, 20 years down the line and regret not at least trying, not at least trying to do the thing, not at least going for the thing that you've been dreaming about and wanted to do for ages, okay? So the good news is the more you push yourself, the easier, like, getting outside your comfort zone is going to become I definitely find it a lot easier now if you think of it it's like a muscle it's like a muscle and the more you strengthen it the stronger it's going to get so the next time you do something that's going to push you outside your comfort zone it's going to feel that that little bit easier and the next time you do that it's going to get that little bit easier and again and before you know it you're going to be doing the thing that you thought terrified you and you're not even going to flip and give it a second a second glance like it's going to become just like natural to you all right so that's it for this week guys i really hope you've enjoyed today's episode honestly i'm really loving doing these podcast episodes and i am so glad that i took the plunge to do it because it just feels like natural to me I mean I love talking I love to be able to share with you and like I said the feedback I've got back from people saying this has really helped me I'm really enjoying your episodes um it means the world to me no it tells me that this is what I'm supposed to be doing okay so had I not got out my outside my comfort zone and done the thing it wouldn't have had that benefit for other people so I'm so glad that I'm doing it um, and I got out of my comfort zone um if you are enjoying these episodes can I please please ask that you take two seconds out of your time to literally hit that like button, subscribe, leave a review. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple, you can leave a review. This podcast is available on whatever platform. So you just take the time and leave a review. Like it really makes the world of difference with getting this podcast out there. Um, And until next week, guys, um, I hope you really enjoy your week and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.